If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Thank you. Happy 90, okay, you know, happy 90 minute Monday to everyone in the sports universe. It is January the 10th, 2022. This is the AM Drive on Twan Sports. We are live. For Aaron Crouch, I am the ghost of Michael Carvelos. Aaron, what's going on? Not a whole lot. Sorry to hear, buddy. I'm glad you uh, came back off the ledge, though, after the heartbreaker on Sunday. That's right. Um, how was your weekend, by the way? My weekend was good. I got two teams in the NFL playoffs. <laughs> what? Fair enough. This show is presented by Popple. If you host a podcast or own a small business, it can be hard spreading the word. Friends and family want to check it out, but Aaron, will they? Well, they say they will, but now you know they will with Popple. That's right, so it's time to grow with Popple. Popple is an easy-to-use but high-tech digital business card. Get your Popple using the code AMDRIVE for 20% off, set up your links, and share. Here's the best part. People you share with don't even need a Popple. So when you buy your Popple in Keychain, PopSocket, or Credit Card form, enter the code AMDRIVE in all caps for 20% off on popl.co and also find it easier on mikeandarendrive.com. Any last words on Popple? Get it, buy it, love it, use the code. I love that slogan you use there. Let's get to our best and worst of the weekend. Lots to choose from here, but Aaron, as always, I'm very excited to hear your worst of the weekend. All right, so my worst of the weekend, I don't care what anybody says. I understand Dan Campbell gets these guys to play hard. I understand it's a divisional matchup. I understand it's a rivalry game. But when you have the chance at the number one pick, you tank. You tank. You lose this game. Yeah, Jaguars. <laughs> fair enough. That's another. You know what? That's fair, too. Uh, you know, the Lions, in typical Lions fashion, winning a game, they shouldn't have won. I understand the number one pick, the number two pick. It might not be, you know, the biggest of deals. But back in 1998, there was a man named Peyton Manning. And there was a man named Ryan Leaf. And Ryan Leaf was the number two pick. Oh. So, yes, Lions winning to piss away the number one pick. That's so Lions. Yeah, a little bit of Lions. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess you wonder if, if the quarterback they want is the number one guy. Because I, I know there's a bunch of defensive ends, which I'm not the biggest fan of picking number one. Unless they're like uh, Chase Young or J.J. Watt kind of deal. Right. Well, I mean, the thing is, is you're right. Uh, the Lions win, or excuse me, the Jaguars win and still get the number one pick. So way to go, Jags. Uh, way to go, Jags. Um, my worst of the weekend is Colts. Enough said, because we're going to get to it, and I've got a lot to say. So my worst of the weekend, this team right here. Aaron, what is your best of the weekend? So my best of the weekend, despite all the football we had, comes from the world of hockey. Wow. Marc-Andre Fleury spent four glorious years in Vegas here, mm -hmm. became a fan favorite, became 
arguably one of the best of all time here in Vegas. Now I know that's only five year <laughs> five year window, but but it was sad to see him go. A lot of fans feel cheated by the uh, uh, by the decision, and he came back Saturday night. Came back to the arena, touching tribute video. He kind of did his little skate around like a like the uh, Miss America pageant, and he beat him. And he beat him two to one. Chicago beat Vegas two to one in the game. Gave up an early goal, but stood on his head the rest of the night. So my best of the weekend is Mark Andre Fleury coming back with a little jab to Vegas, and the fans loved him. Standing ovation, continuous applause every time he made a save or did something. He got applause from the crowd. So that's my best of the weekend, Mark Andre Fleury. Little tip you of the were there, right? I did go. Yeah, absolutely. It was a great uh, experience. When uh, when Vegas got uh, Flurry in the expansion draft, I wasn't I wasn't on board immediately, but he changed my mind very soon after. No, I was on board with Philly, Philly Grubauer to see how that works. By the way, so shoot, shoot, I thought that would be good. <laughs> um, also, I want to say I, I think I did see the um video where Flurry got a warm welcome, which was kind of cool. Like you said, fans were kind of sour before. Yeah, the video tribute was cool, and I think it's a nice fitting closure for probably for fans to move on and, and close the book on it because I mean you know he spent over a decade in, in Pittsburgh and you know at, at some point like while you can still root for him and cheer him on you move on so yep. I think Vegas fan has to do the same thing now like he's he's not here so you got to move on and Saturday night was a nice fitting kind of a, a closure to that uh relationship or if you for lack of a better word relationship yeah my best of the weekend was Clay Thompson's return to the NBA after I believe the exact number was 941 days. To put this into perspective, Clay Thompson, the Golden State Warriors guard, last time he was on the court, Kawhi Leonard was a Toronto Raptor. Kevin Durant was a Golden State Warrior. Kyrie was a Boston Celtic. Paul George and Russell Westbrook were in OKC. That's <laughs> And Anthony Davis was still a Pelican, by the way. <laughs> the NBA jumps around so much nowadays. I love the drama and the chaos. I, Unlike other fans, I do appreciate loyalty, but it also is cool to see all the big stars, you know, going at it, like a bunch of monsters. But it was cool to see Klay Thompson return with Steph Curry, and he had a big second half as they beat the Cavaliers 96-82. My plus eight on the drive picks did not hit. That's okay, though. Um, let's get to our AM Drive 5. Speaking of bets, every weekend we give you our best football bets, and Aaron probably could have given more to make our make us look better, but we'll take a happy, happy, happy six and two. Aaron went two and one, got cheated by the Jets. I went four and one and got cheated by the um geez, what game did I the Falcons, I think. I don't remember off the top of my head what you picked, but uh, 4-1 is still a pretty good day. I wouldn't be too salty about that. Well, I'm not salty. I'm more I'm more salty about something else, but we're going to get to that. Because what I'm salty about is this Sunday Night Football review does not involve the tiebreaker argument unless my team wins the game. So when my team lost their game, we're going to get to the other side. This game became the talk of the night and the talk of the country. And rightfully so. The Raiders stunned the Chargers 35-32 in overtime in Vegas for an epic Week 18 season finale. 
What's controversial about this game is, of course, huge comeback. Great job by Justin Herbert and Brandon Staley of staying strong. I know Chris Collinsworth was saying, because they see the field more than we do on TV, and Chris Collinsworth was saying that the Chargers by receivers look gassed. I didn't see that too much, but he obviously saw like them guys were sweating. They were walking back to the huddle. It did not look good. They still came back. But then fast forward all the way to the end of overtime, Brandon Staley called a timeout with 38 seconds left. And suddenly the talk happened because we all knew the elephant in the room was the tie that could happen. But after he did that, Raiders get a first down and Raiders then just kick a field goal. Daniel Carlson, who has never missed in Allegiant Stadium, still has not missed. And Derek Carr said we wanted to win. But before that, Aaron, he said that um, he said, yeah, that changed their mind when they called the timeout. Aaron, unwrap this for me. You know, there's so much, too, because, like, I'm sure things are going to come out in this situation. Like, uh, I mean, at first, you know, we talk about, you know, I talk about the Lions tanking and doing what's appropriate for them. And, you know, I understand strategic movements and, and things like that. But at the same time, I also look at the situation like here. This is an AFC West rival. Like, do yep. you want to let your AFC West rival in the playoffs just on the basis that you also would make the playoffs? And it's strategically in your best interest to preserve preserve the tie. Now, I also look at the fact that this field goal that they line up and do and attempt is, you know, like you could also get blocked and run back for a touchdown. Right. So, I mean, it, there's so many things that could go wrong or right for both squads here in this spot. But also at the same time, it sure looked like, you know, I don't know. It, it's so hard to say this because it's so far-fetched, the fact that it actually almost happened. Like, that 18-play drive, I mean, it was like first down, incomplete pass, like not even close. Second down, incomplete pass, not even close. Third down, throws it in the ground or throws it away. And then fourth down, magically, a guy's just like wide open. Like, it was like almost like the Raiders were like, we're going to make this look, you know, somewhat legit. But on fourth down, we're going to let you have this guy. You're going to convert on fourth. They converted, what, four or five? I think five. Well, I know. It was six of them. And to, for the record, that is the most it's ever been in 30 years in one game, according to Al Michaels. And I can't think of any of those fourth downs that looked difficult. Like the Raiders actually played defense on fourth down. Like they were wide open receivers. It was incredible. It almost looked like they were staging a tie here. But, I mean, you had to, you had to score a touchdown on the last play of the game. The Raiders have a 15-point lead. Like, this was just the most insane game I've seen in a long time. All, all due to the fact that going into the game, we, the did, we did say, I mean, I told you uh, Thursday of last week or something like that. We talked about it. I think we talked about it on the show. Like, if they just tie, if the Colts lose and they just tie, they can both get in. And, like, you know, the NFL, you know, was like, Roger, get on the phone. You guys better not just sit here and go run on first, run on second, punt on third. <laughs> you know, it was like. But it sure looked like just the sheer craziness of this game. It might end in a tie. And I'm interested to see what comes out over the next, you know, 72 hours or whatever with – because you, like you were talking about, we were talking about before the show, like there's a video surfaced with Austin Eckler talking to one of the players of the Raiders. And it's rumored that the Raiders were going to go for the tie and just let them both in. And I guess Staley might have pissed them off. I don't I don't really know. I'm, I don't, I don't, I want to reserve the judgment here to see what happens because – could, that timeout might have mattered. That timeout might have pissed him off. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Aaron, I want to get to what you said to start. It's an <laughs> AFC West rival. Yeah. And I am one of the big – I'm big. 
I'm one of the most outspoken people you will ever meet on any podcast or any show or on TV. I do not care what anybody thinks. I don't care what every ESPN employee was tweeting out. I'll just go for the tie. How the hell are you a sports journalist and you are okay with throwing it so both teams can make the playoffs? Who does that? Like you said before the show, just win, baby. In what world is it okay unless we're playing a soccer international friendly? Is it okay to tie? Not only is it a bad rule by the NFL to even allow the crap, it's also terrible that there's a hole in this 18-week schedule that allows that to possibly happen. I never heard this before the 17-week schedule. This right here, while I love the drama and everything that goes on, I'm pissed that so many people rooted for that tie. And again, we could have avoided it all if one team had just won. Now, can I put my tinfoil hat on for a second here? I think secretly, no one will ever admit it publicly. Well, maybe people would admit it publicly. I think secretly people didn't want Ben Roethlisberger in the playoffs and him what seems to be his swan song. Yep. I really don't think people like Ben Roethlisberger because of everything that happened. And that's that's their right. Um, and I think that may be low-key one of the reasons people rooted for a tie. It, it's just sad that, like, we live in a society where money is so heavily involved now, with Vegas especially, that this stuff, that this kind of storyline takes place. Because right. this whole time, I'm thinking Justin Herbert's making some otherworldly throws, but other times when they're when it's 30 seconds left, I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, I'm telling myself it's not going to happen. There's no way it's going to happen. So what? I, is, could, I didn't want to. What believe. flipped the switch? What flipped the switch? Because I mean, Carr is obviously going to come out and say, "Well, we wanted to win." Well, duh, nobody's going to publicly admit that they were thinking about a tie, but I do believe. I, I mean, how do you explain four minutes left and you're down and you're up fifteen points? Like you, you blew a fifteen point lead. Yep. So and like, ben, I was in an argument with with a Denver radio guy, Benjamin Albright, who's always on Twitter, like pretty well known on there, mm-hmm. and I was and I was telling him, like, dude. What Derek Carr said to start when he stuttered and said, oh, oh, yeah, that definitely changed your mind, but we want to win. No, you, you, he lied to himself when he first said that. He's like, oh, yeah, well, that definitely changed your mind. Derek Carr, if he had gone on with that statement, would have probably been fine by the NFL. But then he said, oh, yeah, I just wanted to win. Bull crap. I think they won the tie until Brandon Staley outgambled himself. But that's the thing. What, why did he call timeout? Wow. They there's speculation that he was supposed to, that he was trying to get his run correct run defense in. I feel like someone lost money and someone made a lot of money on that timeout. Well, I had Raider money line last night, so I made money. You had plus three regardless. Well, the that's money just line for works too. I I bet I bet the money line last night. So as much as I was laughing about the tie, I'm I'm happy they won. I'm just happy a team, but I don't care who won. I'm just happy that we didn't have to deal. If this was a tie, you talk about pissed for me? I had the Colts game lose, and then I had this game in the tie. Oh, yeah, I would have been pissed. But, see, that's the thing, though. Like, why why be pissed about it? Because, you know, I, I think the way that this, this tie would have occurred. Now, if they would have come out, like I said, three yards, three yards, punt on third down, yeah, that would have been a little bit of a, a middle finger of the NFL. But at the same time. <laughs> You allow ties. 
you allow these scenarios. If I have a scenario where I can basically, you know, agree agree to tie with this other team, regardless if they're my rival or not, I can agree that we can both get in the playoffs and I 100% as a man give you my word that I will not attempt to beat you. Get in the playoffs. Get in the playoffs. What happens if that gets blocked and goes the other way? Then, then what? Then what? Staley's timeout might look like ingenious. Here's the thing. So, um, I, I was waiting for Daniel Carlson to miss that thing wide left. It's, well, it started to go right. Snuck but right you in just there. shank it. Yeah. Well, just, then just miss your first one. That thing was like eight for eight. And that, like, in that situation this year, and like he had never missed in the stadium period. I was, I was waiting for him to just shank that thing. I was like, "There's no way he's going to make this." <laughs> yeah, just kick it straight up into the line or something like that. I don't know. It was a weird ending to the game. I mean, it was an incredible game. Like, oh yeah, the, the fourth quarter was incredible. The, I mean, the Raiders dominate. I don't say dominate, but they controlled that game for a while oh, there, yeah. at, coming out of the second half. And it, it's it's crazy to think that. If they if they did manipulate the game so meticulously to end up in a position to tie by playing like this, now I understand if it's like I said, everybody takes a knee for sixty minutes and it's a zero zero game. Like everybody's praised for sixty minutes. That's that's facilitated tie. This way, the down by fifteen, like overtime. This was insane. This was absolutely insane. And if they were playing to play, that's the best game I've watched in a long time. Yep. When we come back. We're going to talk about the team, the Colts, that allowed that to happen in the first place. Also, the other huge games that happened, you're not going anywhere, and neither are we or the NFL. We'll be right back to the AM Drive with Juan Sports. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies. $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. 
You can buy batteries. Get a TV. Even purchase your favorite soda. But wait. Do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, use www.twilightsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Sign in and get shopping. It costs you nothing and helps us. That's www.twilightsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Thanks. All right, and welcome back to this 90-minute Monday on the AM Drive here, and we are presented by Fanatics. If you and your friends and family want to look good each and every game day, especially those Colts playoff games, go. Oh, never mind. Woo! Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Where was I? I was just busy dunking on Mike. Uh, if you want to look good this upcoming playoffs for the NFL or tonight's College Football National Championship, even though your product won't arrive by then, but. Please visit MikeAndAaronDrive.com and do what, Mike? Click the F. Click the F. That way you can get every team, every league, and the daily deals to make sure that you and yours are supporting your favorite teams each and every game day with Fanatics and AM Drive. All right. So, <laughs> oh, this is going to be a hard show for me. Um, okay. So, I should have got my tea. I should have got my tea for this one. Right. The Colts suffered a huge, historic, monumental, gigantic loss to the Jaguars, who at the same time not only win, but also won the rights of the first overall pick, which is just insanity. So the Colts missed the playoffs by doing this. Let the Raiders and Chargers narrative happen. And Aaron, I told you before this show started today, <clears throat> I was not even upset because I was more so speechless. I'm at a loss of words. I'm I'm hurt. I, and I, I'm not a person who takes his sports teams too seriously. I love the entertainment of it all, but I, I don't really root for my teams like like like, you, like people do. Like I don't throw stuff at the TV if something happens. But the only explanation I can come up with, and I've kind of tweeted it out a few times last night, was we sold our souls to Satan the devil. I I cannot explain how Frank Reich and Carson Wentz and Jonathan Taylor and Darius Leonard not just lose to the Jaguars. They got punched in the mouth so bad on the first drive, Frank Reich went for on fourth down in his own territory the very next drive on their Colts' first drive of the game. It's like they didn't even show up. Like, it would be one thing if the Colts had, you know, kind of stuck around. But at no point in this game, as soon as it kicked off, did I feel that the Colts were going to win at, at any point in this game. And I, I do I blame Frank Wright? Yes. Well, do I want Frank Wright fired? No. Because that's just stupid. Frank Wright has been amazing with his team. And, they sh and really with the, all the injuries and stuff we've had, we may not have even been in this position. We won a lot of games we really shouldn't have. Um, Carson Wentz had two turnovers. And 
I've kind of teased all year that I, I, I wish Sam Ellinger would start. Um, wow. Carson Wentz is just a mistake-prone individual. He he wants to be the hero, and he's just not. I get to the point where I ask myself, would Urban Meyer have won this game? And I believe, yes, he would have. And Urban Meyer coach Jaguars team wins this game. Because we didn't show up. We just did not show up. I, I It was just such a turn of events. I genuinely am asking myself, did, did some of our play did half our team join the Illuminati pregame? Like what what happened? Again, as a Colts fan, I know some of us are passionate, but we're not really a passionate, angry fan base. I'm speechless. And it's unacceptable. Shout out Jacksonville, who I've never really hated because they're kind of hard to hate when they suck so bad. And they still suck. They were just worse on Sunday. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a tough spot. It, here's a question. Would you feel less bad if, like, the 49ers would have blown a lead? Now, I know they played the Rams, but, like, if you would have, would you have felt bad if, like, you don't feel bad, like, I know you feel, like, I, how do I pose this? Would you feel less bad if your team wasn't the only one that got, like, embarrassed on Sunday? Yeah. And here's the, here's the other thing, too, like, before you go on. It's just like for the last two weeks, we, we knew it was we, we were making the playoffs. There, there, there was no doubt in our minds that this team was going to make the playoffs. And even if we, if we got bounced in the first round, we were making this thing. And now Raiders and Steelers, now maybe Steelers would have made, made it regardless, but now the Raiders made it. And, and you look back at their season compared to our season, I would hope we were better. Well, you might say you might you might theoretically say you're better, but on the field, I mean, it didn't show. Obviously, it lost yeah. lost two in a row to the Raiders and the Jaguars, so mm. it's, it's kind of a tough spot there. And that's, but you know, at the same time, you have to look back with a sense of optimism. Of at one point, weren't you guys like one and five, one yep. and six? So it's 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 a, it's a catch twenty two. I mean, once you're there, you're like. Well, I'm not thinking about the fact that of all the, the, the journey it, it took to get there. We're here now. Like it's the here and now. But yeah, that that's an interesting spot. You gotta really I mean, you traded a first round pick for Carson Wentz. You really have to assess, like, okay, do I keep this guy just because of the capital that we gave up for him, or do we really feel like we need to move on either from you know, from him, some with someone in our organization or someone in the draft or you know. God forbid, do we have to start packaging the future for Russell Wilson? Or I don't think Aaron Rodgers will go there, but you know, let's just not throw him out just yet. I mean, you know, do you you have to really take a long, hard look at what to figure out? Because you're right. I mean, the turnovers really put you guys in a, in a bad spot a lot of a lot of this year. I mean, you're close games against the Rams, you know, close games against some other teams that you know, you know a turnover list here, turnover list there, Titans. Yeah, Titans was another one. Yeah, you're right. The, the, the second, I think it was the second game that they were yeah. there. But yeah, but you know, you have to really take a long, hard look at Carson Wentz. You know, just because you get a first round pick doesn't mean you can scrap it. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. If, if you if you feel your team's in a win now mode with a potential MVP at running back, and Carson Wentz isn't the guy, although I don't think anybody else on that roster is, <laughs> maybe you look at the future. Maybe you look at the future is now with uh, with Russell Wilson or something like that. So it's gonna be an interesting offseason for the Colts. 
I wouldn't be surprised actually if Nicole's being a splash signing and just dumped Carson Wentz. I wouldn't be surprised if we ran it back with Carson Wentz, but um, we've been a quarterback away since Andrew Luck left, even since Peyton Manning left. We've been a quarterback away, and Andrew Luck was that bright spot, and it's been it's been rough. It's been rough no. for sure. That's fair, man. I feel your pain. I don't want to. I mean, I'm probably going to dunk on you a few more times. This ah. show, but I don't want to pile on, but yeah, it's it's a tough spot. But like you said, you know, there's two ways to look at it. To be there at the end of the season, after the start of the season, you know, hey, you got a shot. But at the same time, like, a lot, of, you know, you don't look like that. You know, you can't look at it that way. Like, hey, whatever happens to get us here, awesome. You know, the schedule is hard to navigate. But we were here, and this is this is a huge punch in the gut. Absolutely. It's hard to punch me in the gut. They they did that pretty good. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Big Ben. Led the Steelers past the Ravens in OT. This was Big Ben's 58th career fourth quarter comeback. He actually had a tie with Peyton Manning and Drew Brees until this happened. Showing none other than um, some guy named Tom Brady who's been playing for since he was five years old, it seems like. Um, Lamar Jackson did not play, which made this, I guess, Ravens might have won in regulation, hopefully. But it's just a signature to their season. Their star quarterback could not be out there week 18. Kind of much sums up their year. T.J. Watt tied Michael Strahan's 22-and-a-half sack record. So I guess I would still give the edge to Strahan because considering this was one more game, although I think T.J. Watt actually played in less games. Um, Tough look for the Ravens. I mean, obviously they did the best they could. This game went about how, how I expected it. I just didn't expect Big Ben to turn it on late. The way he did, he 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 played good in the overtime. Yeah, this is a a tough spot here because I know nothing's ever going to come of it. I know, hey, we lost the, you know, the starting quarterback. I, I think when when Lamar did that flip, like his whole season changed. You know, <laughs> he flipped, flipped in the end zone and hurt himself. Yep. Like you know, and and Harbaugh was pissed, and everybody's like, well, you know, hey, you know, it's Lamar Jackson; he can do whatever he wants. Well. It looks like that might have been uh, a, a turning point in the season here. Like we're not talking about the fact that Baltimore was eight and three; they were the number one overall seed six weeks ago, and now they finished the season eight and nine. Now, I, like I said, I know they had to start Tyler Huntley, you know, in a spot, and I believe they started a third string quarterback one one week too. But uh, yeah, they did. I'm trying to think of it. was it Josh Johnson? Yeah, it was Josh it was Johnson. Josh, yeah, that that guy. <laughs> Yeah, the guy who just always seems to be in the NFL somehow, never ages. Uh, I mean, hats off to the Steelers. They won a gutty one. I don't think anybody you know, would ever expect this, this Steelers team to uh, you know, blow a lot of teams out. But, and they, and these, these games never you know, seem to have that kind of you know, offensive firework mentality. But you know, it, it gave it a shot. I mean, it's amazing how we talked about – you and I talked about this you know, over the year, like – we're talking about how bad the Steelers are, and they were 500. They were never, like, below 500. They were, like, 5-5. Five they were, like, 7-5. and five. They finished the season 9-7-1. and one. I mean, they were basically half a win out of contention for this division. And we're talking about blowing up. I mean, I understand Ben Roethlisberger. He looked pretty atrocious in this game. Like, he looks he's like he's been bad all year. He looks like he's done. I mean, he's won some games. Like, this defense, the, you know, timely running. But, I mean, you know... Look, I know the off the field stuff, but 
you know, it was, it was, it, I was kind of like, I like to see these spots like where, you know, oh, you need this, 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 and this, and this, and this, and this, and this, this to happen. And it almost did. It almost did for Pittsburgh. It really almost did. And uh, it's unfortunate that they're not in, but. Um... They are in. Oh, that's right. They are in. What am I talking about? They, 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 they're playing the Chiefs because the Raiders I won. forgot, yeah. <laughs> I they totally... didn't tie, Aaron. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. I'm still thinking we're on a tie here. Uh, they are in. That's right. I forgot. <laughs> so everything I just said, they're going to get squashed by the Chiefs. <laughs> I totally forgot. I was thinking it was a tie. I was like, wait, hold on. Yeah, I mean, you did good, Doug. I mean, the first part of your statement was true, but then like you just kind of went off the rails. You'd be all right. I don't know where my mind went. I was totally thought that they got knocked out in the. Uh, but you're right. Then the, the field goal happened. I was th- I was seeing my I was seeing that guy in my mind. Did you watch the end of that Raiders Chargers <laughs> game where the guy in the Pittsburgh jersey is just like kick a field goal, <laughs> right? <laughs> He's like, this is really gonna happen. I came here for this, and it's really gonna happen. Yeah. No, they're they're done. They're gonna get in. Uh, they're gonna get destroyed by Kansas City. But we'll talk about that later in the week. For sure. Yeah, I I don't know where my mind went there, but <laughs> <laughs> we're all still thinking about it. Um, well, I mean, Steelers had a tie. To be fair, they did have a tie with the Lions, and that saved is, them. Which is, which is weird. Well, if they'd have won that game, they'd be in too. So <laughs> true. Um, Forty Niners. Beat what I'm calling the reeling Rams. I mean, I don't even know if I think reeling is an easy way to put it, a nice way to put it. God dang, they suck right now. Um, Jimmy G was terrible well, for much of this game until he woke up again. Um, Matt Stafford was atrocious late, and Cooper Cup won the triple crown. My scoff clap to Cooper Cup. He just did, fell short that, of these records, of course, but Triple Crown, fourth player to ever do it, is pretty cool. Yeah, I uh, he said it too. Uh, I mean, like I, I'm in the I'm in the camp of hey, you you just play the schedule. Like uh, he would have broken the record in 17 games because he did play all 17 games. So the asterisk or whatever you could say. Same with uh, T.J. Watt tying Michael Strahan's uh, sack record. You know, the 17 weeks schedule allowed him to to do that. But uh, yeah, I mean. I don't, uh, is really in the right word with the Rams. I just, I mean, to me, I feel like they're just overrated. I don't know. I mean, they shouldn't be overrated. Like they're 12 and five. They can get it together and they can beat some teams. Like I just, I don't really have faith in staff Stafford leading this charge in the playoffs. And I don't have faith that they have to go on the road. I, I just don't. If they, um, yeah. What's crazy about this is, what if the Rams get bounced in the first round? Is Sean McVay's job in question considering what they did to stack the deck for this guy? Like, we got uh, rid of golf. We gave him Stafford. I mean, uh. I think he will be on a very hot seat in 2022. Which is crazy to think this team was really good, and yet they're still underachieving because technically they are for now. I mean, <laughs> it creates an interesting conundrum. Oh, thanks, Cody. Yep. Yeah, good one. Good to see you. Wore that, uh, wore that for you, buddy. So, um, I think it's an interesting spot here because now they, 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 they follow a division rivalry game up with another division rivalry game, this time for the playoff in, in, in Arizona next week. I don't know. I don't think reeling's the right word. I just feel like they're just – overrated might be closer to the word. Like, I just – 
Like they just something underachieving. Doesn't something doesn't click. Well, I can't say underachieving. Yeah, they still won the division. They did. They won the division. I mean, they had a chance to to keep one of their uh, other division rivals out of the playoffs, and they didn't beat them. We're gonna get to that code. Uh, you know, so I, I don't know I, the, the, what the word is. Like, yeah, they're just they have so much talent. So I guess underachieving. We'll go with underachieving. But I don't. I don't know if that's because they can still win a Super Bowl here, and, and everything's fine. Yeah, Stafford could, could turn the page. Last four weeks, he's been terrible. I really wonder if they didn't care about who they played in the first round of the playoff, and when the game finally got to overtime, and they saw Arizona probably wasn't going to win their game, they may have just let San Francisco have it. I don't know. It's not out of the question considering what we saw with the Raiders and Chargers who supposedly hate each other. But at the same time, they've had trouble with the 49ers. So letting the I 49ers. Win, West shoots himself in the foot every year, anyways. Not this year. They got three teams in. Uh, oh, what happened? There you go, Spike. Um. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nice. Well played. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Tennessee Titans held off the Texans. They won 20 and 25, the number one seed. Congratulations, Tennessee. That's a team I don't like. Um, so Tennessee got their first AFC seed. And by the way, Derrick Henry's coming back, so the rich just get richer here. And yeah, Davis Mills did his best comeback attempt, didn't work out. But hey, shout out Mike Vrabel, probably just one coach of the year. No, I don't think he wins coach. Oh. No, I don't think he wins coach of the year. And I'll I'll tell you too. Two, 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 two teams we've talked about already. I mean, yeah. How is Rich Passaccia like not going to be in consideration for Coach of the Year after everything that's happened? That's and, yeah. Can he be it though after coaching for like how many ever weeks he did though? I think Gruden got fired relatively early, didn't he? I mean, it was yeah, like four we, weeks into the season. Four, yeah. Mm. So I mean, he theoretically coached at least 13, 14 weeks of the season. So. I don't know. I think, regardless, he should still I get agree. votes in consideration. I don't. I don't immediately want to just reject Mike Vrabel because you're right. I mean, they were seven and two with Derrick Henry and what they've done without him. They basically have. They went what five and three, five and three without him. I mean, that's not terrible. We all thought the sky was you know going to fall on their heads, and we're we were talking to. about them. We were talking about them struggling to get you know nine to ten wins just to just stay in the division, which uh, looks like nine wins would have been good enough, like we call. No. <laughs> so, Sorry, Mike. <laughs> but uh, sure, you can give him consideration. I don't think ultimately he'll win it. But uh, yeah, they might. They're going to be a tough out if Derrick Henry comes out. They're going to be a tough out. I still think there's some teams that can get them, even with Derrick Henry. But Derrick Henry coming back. Oh man, that could be deadly. On um, pistachio, could get a commercial with pistachios if he wins Coach of the Year. Say that again. Pistachio could get. On the promotion with pistachios, if he wins Coach of the Year. Oh, okay. I didn't know that was a thing. Is that a thing? I, I just, I, I mean, it should be a thing. Okay, fair enough. Well, then maybe they can reach out to Pistachio if Mike Vrabel wins Coach of the Year. No, if, if Pistachio wins it, because that would be a play on his name. Pistachio likes Pistachio. Oh, come on! What are you talking about? I'm saying, what is the head coach's name of, of the um, Raiders? Basachia. 
It sounds like pistachio to me when I right here. All right. Well, we were talking about Mike Vrabel, and you went to pistachios. So, man, you gotta yes. you, you gotta brief me if you're just gonna go off on the weirdest tangent of all time. Right. <laughs> Let's get to our Saturday games first before we move on here, because we can still have time. Um, the Chiefs recovered <laughs> to beat the Broncos 28-24. Hi, Nick Bolton. Um, I just came with how I thought it would. Broncos were had him dead to rights and were playing well in Denver. You get it. Um, thoughts on this game, Aaron. It's happened Saturday, so Chiefs thought they could have gotten number one seed. They're probably wishing Davis Mills pulled that one off. Yeah, it's uh <laughs> it's a uh you know I don't know. I mean, the Chiefs had to fight. I was I was talking to some some guys at work about this, like you know, it was the the, the conundrum because I saw like Tyreek Hill kind of limp off the field in one of the plays. You know, you, you have an outside chance of getting the number one seed if you play hard, if you win, and if the Titans lose. The other option is you could just punt week 18 and take your bye then and have a bye in week 18 and then let the chips fall where they may because the Bengals lost. But the Chiefs would have fallen out of the number two seed because of the Buffalo Bills win. So uh, it's it was an interesting spot. They, they had to play hard, and they, they basically – punted the, the the thought of a bye week here and now and still almost lost the game um so yeah it's uh like i guess you said thanks to nick bolton they recovered and beat the broncos Woo! <laughs> oh it's like corona he just recovered i'm kidding um no side of game this one hey aaron i don't know if you knew this but dallas owns the nfc east this year Dak prescott not too shabby I want to give a little vindication for myself here because I do remember saying the first two years of their careers that Dak was better than Carson Wentz. Remember how taboo that was to say that? Oh, Dak is not better than Carson Wentz, right? I used to say that in their rookie years and no one believed me. I mean, he, I don't know of any seasons except for the one where he got hurt where Carson, you can argue that Carson Wentz looks better than Dak Prescott. And that's the, well, that's the thing. Like, but everyone thought because their draft stuck and the Cowboys had Zeke, and so they needed Zeke the entire time. And now, when Zeke kind of falls off, Dak puts up thirty-seven passing touchdowns. Looks like I was right about that. But shout out Cowboys, man, and Dan Quinn, bro. Holy cow, this defense! You know they allowed twenty-six points to Gardner freaking Cashew, but I mean, hey, they, they're playing well. They're dangerous. Are you going to relate everybody to a nut this show? Yes. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, I can I can see that. Yeah, no, I mean, it is what it is. But I I I called the the Cowboys. I was actually looking right now at uh, our predictions for the divisions and the playoffs. And uh, yeah, I said the Cowboys would win this one. I mean, the Eagles were playing practice squad guys. It wasn't anything. Let's not get crazy with this. But yeah, they they Dallas clearly wanted to come out and. Uh, Maybe maybe give us a false sense of hope for the playoffs. I don't know. <laughs> Who do they? Because they're going to play. Uh, they're going to play oh. San Francisco, so they they got a tough matchup on on their hands. And I think when we get to that tomorrow, I think that they probably will have one of the toughest matchups, just not the toughest matchup on Wild Card yeah. Weekend. I would probably agree with you there. Yep. But I mean, Bills Patriots. But we'll get to that tomorrow. But still, I just want to tease that a little bit. Um, Aaron. It's a 90-minute Monday, and um, there's a lot more to talk about, including some people that don't have jobs, baby. A little bit of teaser here. 
Um, we'll be right back to the AM Drive on 21 Sports. You're not going anywhere, and neither are we, but Matt Nagy is. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High-quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries, get a TV, even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, Use www.tomonsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Sign in and get shopping. It costs you nothing and helps us. That's www.tomonsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Thanks. All right, and welcome back. Hey, aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah. You want my yeah. autograph? No, I was just wondering if the balls were any good. Balls are amazing. You want to try one? I do want to try one. I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching the commercial. <laughs> the commercial I almost back. fumbled that bag, but yeah, no, that's, nice. a big, that's a funny commercial. Nice. Welcome back to the AM Drive here on this 90-minute Monday, and we are presented by Vice Golf. It's very simple. They're the best balls. They're the lowest price, and you can get them right to your doorstep. You don't have to go out and get them. So visit MikeAndAaronDrive.com and click that Vice Golf, Golf logo to get shopping for the best balls at the lowest price shipped to your door today. Vice Golf and AM Drive, Mike. It's like stealing. 
I wish I would have put that on Duncan instead. My gosh. Okay. It's a one-on-one, guys. Right. The Devil Worshippers beat the Falcons 30 to 20. I'm kidding. The Saints beat the Falcons 30 to 20. And New Orleans missed the playoffs. And they found out about it in the locker room. Oh, bad beat there. Shout out Sean Payne, though, for salvaging what could have been a terrible season. And they did pretty well for what they were given. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a hell of a, a situation here with the Saints. I mean, they, they went through, what, four quarterbacks and still had a chance to to win a, to win a playoff spot on, on Week 18. And they did what they were supposed to do, obviously, win the football game here. But, um, yeah, I mean, you have to really ask. Like, Sean Payton, like, I, we talked about it on the show. Like, if Sean Payton would have snuck in the playoffs, I think he probably would have been coach of the year. But is he going to get votes despite the fact that he didn't get in the playoffs? Because what he did to be, what, 9-8? and eight, this year, still pretty remarkable. I mean, I don't know. It's it's a hell of a job by New Orleans, and uh, it's quite unfortunate that they were eliminated. But uh, you know, somebody's got to be out in Week 18. Yes, yeah, that's the Colts. As I say, other than the Colts, <laughs> right? Okay. Um. Yeah. And ESPN Stan Verrett actually was kind of saying, "Oh, well, he should be coach of the year." And I'm like, "Come on, man!" He's like trying to defend that take all night, which I I, I didn't agree with. But no, I mean, Sean Payne did a very good job, and now people want him to coach the next opening, which we'll get to very soon. But, you know, hey, to, like you said, good job for the Saints. Yeah, to me, it's hard to give coach of the year for somebody that doesn't lead their team to the playoffs. And, and for me, like some spots like Zach Taylor, I could argue Mark Mar, uh, Mark Vrabel, Mike Vrabel, <laughs> Basashia. You, you could argue Mike Tomlin. Um, Cliff Kingsbury finally getting his team over the hump, even though like they started out so hot, but they didn't finish. Oh, Jesus Christ, that was bad. I mean, there's so many other options. No offense to Sean Payton, but I I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked if I saw him get a couple of votes. Fair enough. Um, Seahawks upset Cliff Kingsbury's Cardinals. Um, as the Cardinals finish eleven and six, and listen, Colts, eleven and six sounds really good. But God dang almighty, this is one of the ugliest things I've ever seen. 11-6 for this team looks really bad right now. Well, of course it does when you were 10-2. and two. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, you go 1-4 and four down the stretch. It's tough. You kind of hope it's a motivating factor. But we're going we're gonna to see the first taste of Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray in the playoffs. And it's against a division rival. The one that they've beaten. Insane. One they beat, I believe, in L.A. this year. So it's going to be, a, it's gonna be a, a, a nice task there. I'm sure... They probably would have rather played Dallas. I don't know. I don't know what what's on their mind, but I know they, you know, they, they, they know how to beat Dallas, and we'll see what happens. I, it is an ugly, it's an ugly finish. I, I don't disagree with that. Um, what do you expect the first taste of of, of Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury in the playoff? They wish they had DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> well, of course. Yeah. I mean, they've they've done well, but I want to, Kyler Murray in the playoffs. It's gonna be interesting because we do know he's short and he's had a few balls batted down. But will he rise up and be that guy that everyone wanted? Even though he was short, will he play bigger than what he is as he usually did? I thought he played well against Alabama in the playoff game a couple of years ago. Yeah, I mean they were way behind. He had to throw the whole time. I remember that game. Like, good got, Yeah, I mean we'll see. Uh, you know, I, I just feel like he's so much more timid to run. Nowadays, too. Yeah, and so. rightfully so. Yeah, this is a kind of a kind of a tough one. I mean, ultimately, they had a chance to win the division, and they let the Seahawks 
get the best of them. So I don't know what was going through their minds, but this is a tough – it's got to be a tough pill to swallow. They could have had a home game, at least one home game. So, oh, well, you're still going to play the Rams. So here we go. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye to Washington No Names. Um, Because February still here, we're going to get a new name. It's the Admirals. They, have, they have a name. They're the football team. Stop doing that. Or is that not their name? Is that not what we call them the Washington football team? Well, they're not supposed to be. They should be the Redskins, but we're going to call them the Admirals. Football team is just such a dumb, dumb. If they if they go on, like you said, national TV and say we're the Washington football team, I'm going to laugh. Or they could say go on uh, on live TV and say we're the Washington Redskins and then unveil their mascot as a potato. Or unveil their mascot as a middle finger. <laughs> no, I, I don't think they're going to survive that one. No. Oh, man. they could do the, the we're the Washington football team and the middle finger. The foreskins, the white skins, and all kinds of stuff will work here. Mm, I don't think they will. No, I, I disagree with you. Oh, the foreskins? Okay. So, um. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's going to fly. I think uh, uncircumcised people. Fly. Will, <laughs> circumcised people will be, uh, will be offended. Circumcised, right. Darn Jews. Um, Joe Judge might be fired. Which, what are, what are you doing? <laughs> you just. Nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, Joe Judge might be fired, by the way. Um, thoughts on this, considering what we learned a couple weeks ago, that he might survive? Uh, I mean, Joe Judge, good Lord. Uh, you know, it's hard to say, because the Giants are a very tight-lipped organization, and not <laughs> much not much comes out. And we're kind of in the midst of Black Monday here, and we're going to get to some of these some of these talks here. But That's uh, bad, considering you just said, um, never mind. That's what it, that's what they call it, Black Monday. I know. Um, so we're gonna, you know, we're gonna talk about some of these firings that have happened. Uh, it's a weird spot with Joe Judge. I mean, like, look, Danny Jones went down. Like, yeah. So many things happened. You know, Barkley was hurt for an extended period of time this year. Like, it isn't like Matt Nagy, who had three quarterbacks on his roster, one rookie who, and two bona fide, you know, veterans. Like Joe Judge was looking at. Danny Jones, who's still, I would, let's use the word developing. Let's let's say he's using the word, guy's got to learn to stop t- turning the ball over. Huh. But I, I don't want to get into that, but it's it's true. 58 turnovers in 30-something games is in, incredible, uh, regardless of the, of the fault. Uh, but then you went with Mike Glennon and Jake Fromm. Like, that was the options. It was like, oh, my goodness. So, uh, I don't know. I ultimately don't, don't know if he gets fired. I really don't. Why would he? It's like, I... Like, like you said, with the injuries they had, how is that even fair? But by the same token, like, what are they going to do in the offseason that drastically makes them a contender? Like, what's a successful season? They have a high draft pick. Okay. They've had a few of those. <laughs> That's the point. They've had a few of those. They're not taking a quarterback in a, in a, in a less than stellar you know quarterback they need, class. They need to sign another big-name wide receiver to a big contract. <laughs> Yeah, that'll do it. Just keep throwing money at wide receiver. I mean, they, they've got so many in the stable. I mean, they, I mean Tony and Galladay really next year should be a, a competent duo, in my opinion. Sterling hey, Shepard's here's an idea, problem. Aaron, and here's a good one. Build from the inside out for one. Stop drafting Saquon and Odell and just stop doing that. Draft an offensive lineman like that with your first five picks. That's fair. I mean, they did draft Andrew Thomas, who's been pretty good. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't hate that. I mean, the, the defense isn't great either. So there you go. 
spend your draft on offensive line and spend your uh, free agency on defense. I don't know. I don't know what their cap situation is, but they'll probably go get. Uh, I don't even know who's out there. They'll probably go get another wide receiver. Who's who's coming out? Olave. Oh, that's true. Hey, um, what holiday did you say it was? It's Black Monday. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. Um, Brian Flores got fired by the Dolphins. And, and this one, I, I feel like this was going to happen. If they're going to do it now, I guess they should have done it last week, considering all things. But last week, I mean, like this week, you know, they beat their rival, the Patriots. Not the Patriots cared. Um, they beat the Patriots. They finished very strong. But like you said to us as well, you know, they started like crap. Um, they were underachieving, yes. The way he handled the quarterbacks, though, might have been the nail in the coffin to me. Combined with the fact they missed the playoffs, that might have been it. Yeah, this one's a tough one. I mean, let's, let's talk about the game for a second. They played well. You're right. They 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 did what they needed to do. They beat Miami, or excuse me, they beat New England, you know, took them away from even the possibility of winning the division. Okay. That's that's great. Nine and eight season. You started one and seven. I mean, if you're going to look to the firings here, you have. I guess you're going to utilize it as the start. Really, is what killed us here. You know, the, the one and seven start just can't happen. And if it comes, you know, if if we think that that's something that can happen again right out of the gate in 2022, like we should just go ahead and you know take care of business right now. Again, I will say all this by expressing I don't agree with the firing. But that's neither here nor there. Is this the place where Jim Harbaugh goes? Repeat that because your your wife by what he's doing crap on himself, and I didn't hear any of that. What did you miss? You're like, so, uh, is this where Jim Harbaugh goes? That's what I heard. Okay, well, basically the other stuff was just recapping the game, and I don't agree with the firing. Oh, so is this where Jim Harbaugh goes? Uh, ooh, I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind Chicago for Jim Harbaugh because I've heard he likes Chicago. I don't know who does. He played for Chicago. Yeah, so that'd be huge. I wouldn't mind seeing Tua with Jim Harbaugh and company. You know, it's the it's the question. It's the matter of like you know, I, I look at you know what's out there right now. There's not a lot of big name coaches, which may end up giving Harbaugh the carte blanche to decide where he wants to go. You know, that's whether it's the right fit or not. That's remains to be seen. But like. I understand the Eric B. Enemies of the world have been in talks, but like he's not a big name potential coach. Like he is a guy who we know him. He played in the NFL. He's been Andy Reid's guy, but so was Matt Nagy. So right. I wonder, and I've said this before, I wonder if Matt Nagy puts a little question of, you know, into the minds of people who are considering Eric B. Enemy. Like how much does Andy Reid really control on that offense versus Eric B. Enemy and Matt Nagy? And like you said to me, um, Eric Bieniemy has had a worse offense than Matt Nagy did. Well, this year for sure. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about Matt Nagy? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I I was, <laughs> I was I was maybe the last guy on his island, and I fell off about a month ago, maybe, maybe, maybe three weeks ago. Bye, bye, butterfly. Hope your wings don't break when you leave. Hey, Matt Nagy, guess who has a job? Mitchell Trubisky, guess who works at Subway? You. Woo! That is the worst. That is the worst vindication 
excuse I have ever heard in my life. Matt Nagy. Mitch Trubisky was not a problem because now he has a backup job. Like, that's the ter- most terrible well, vindication. Well, paid for a backup job right now. He might get it. He's probably going to get a job. I bet he'll get a job. And then we're another team. Good, good. I'm not saying a head coaching job. I, I, I think he'll get a job, though. I don't know. This coordinator looks good for him, too, let me tell you. But you you, you, know, you can argue the same thing here with this situation. Like, he – I take Joe Judge out of the situation because he had far less – far inferior talent. But let's look at the guy on the other side of this one. I mean, Minnesota with, with, with Zimmer and, and, and Matt Nagy. Like, compare these two. Like, Matt Nagy has a rookie quarterback in Justin Fields who, while some spots developed kind of nicely – he has an aging defense who, I, to be fair, I think they may have wasted when Mitchell Trubisky was the quarterback. What? You, uh, Mitchell Trubisky's a bad quarterback, Mike. Don't whoa. try to, I don't, Because you found a $26 jersey, all of a sudden you're a Mitchell Trubisky stand out of nowhere. Don't tell people that. Don't tell them that. <laughs> Fanatics has great deals, okay? They do, when the player moves on to a new team. <laughs> Oh wait, ding dong! Was my my vice golf balls are dropping right back, Aaron? Okay, fair enough. Oh. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and uh, put a future order on your Aaron Rodgers Packer jersey when it goes on sale too? Fair enough. What if um what if Trubisky just comes out in the Bills game against the Patriots, and and Bills like like Josh Allen gets taken out like the first quarter in offense, and then Trubisky just ball balls out and becomes the next Drew Bledsoe or the next Tom, whatever you want to call it. Then maybe it's a system quarterback thing. Woo! Yeah, let's go system quarterback. You Mr. would like that, wouldn't you? No. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. Like, you, you, how can you, how can you argue that Mitchell Trubisky's done anything? Like Tom Brady, we saw Carte Blanche come off the come off the sidelines. Mitchell, really? Mitchell Trubisky, we've seen we've seen for four years. Well, Carte I'm, Blanche. I mean, I, mean, I meant like there was no track record on on Tom Brady before he came into the game as a New England Patriot. We've seen four years of Trubisky. You would have to argue, or at least entertain the argument, that if Bessel Trubisky came in and won a playoff game, maybe even two playoff games, it's a system. Oh. And then you'd have to now you have to question everything you know about Josh Allen. That's right. That's, that's, that's what you do. Good. Good. Um, in all seriousness, though, um, I'm not sure how I feel about Mike Zimmer being fired, but it's one of those things like with Pete Carroll. They I mean they had a good win. Vikings had a good win here, but I guess your your um your your voice in the locker room kind of got dull after a while. So in my opinion, this is just a culmination of probably two or three years of just chronic underachieving. I mean, you yeah. have a guy that you signed to a deal. It was a it was a controversial deal, quote unquote, at the time. Not controversial, but it was the first fully guaranteed contract. He was supposed to be your savior. Yeah. You, you, you two have classically, uh, un, I don't know if underachieved is the right word, because they have made the playoffs. They've won a game in the playoffs. But it just seemed like for the talent on this roster, it should have been better. And I, and it's probably true that maybe the message is just kind of worn thin. But um, I think a lot of people were surprised that Spielman was fired, uh, that, that, that uh, Rick Spielman was fired in this spot, because he wasn't yeah. expected to go. But Did I think have, How long has he been there? Probably a similar amount of time as Zimmer. I mean, Zimmer's been there, what, five, six years? I mean, I, I'd take the roster over the performance of the roster for sure. 
Well, yeah, they're going to be an enticing job for for the right coach. Absolutely. I'm going to be the sexiest job open right now. I would agree. I would agree right now. As of right now, I think that's, yeah, that's probably the best job open. I would, I could argue maybe the Seahawks, if Carroll calls it quits, if Russell stays. But well, yeah, I it, mean, even then, though, you're gonna break over. You're gonna bank over Sean Payne doing well. You're gonna help DK Metcalf. No, but you have scoring. you have the fundamental, which is the franchise quarterback. Everything That's a fair else, point. yeah. I mean, you, I don't. I don't think you have the franchise quarterback with Kirk Cousins necessarily. I agree. But, I mean, Kirk Cousins had, had a one of his probably his best year he's had. I mean, I, that that's fine, but like, so what's the problem? Performance. I mean, I understand you're not, you know, you're not you're not going to be. And there's another thing that makes it sexy is if Aaron Rodgers leaves too. This division may come sliding right back to you. I don't know. I mean, I to me, it it seems like a spot where, you know, just what happened. You have Dalvin Cook in Madison. You have Justin Jefferson, and for most of the year, Adam Thielen. Second best wide receiver in the league. White receiver, not wide receiver. But the point is, Insane. it just seemed like you did have the tools in place. And also, also, it's all about expectation. I mean, the Vikings, upper management, expects to win. And there's nothing wrong with that, and they've made the decision. I'm proud of them. This one's less of a head-scratcher than the Brian Flores one to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but up to me, like, Mike Zimmer, like you said, like he, he's worn thin. His message is not clear anymore, obviously. And the players probably weren't performing for him. Maybe they perform with a new guy. Maybe. Absolutely. How um, these other games to get to that we got time to talk about? Um, Buffalo Bills did beat the Jets 27-10. God dang, that plus 16 and a half was so nice for a minute. <laughs> it was 13 to 10. Honestly, I'm not even gonna lie. Uh, the last time I looked at that game, it was 13-10. I'm like, all right, we got it in the bag. 16 and a half. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I, I bet that I bet that game, and uh, the next thing I know, I checked the box score. It's 27-10. I'm like, there's you know, Robert Sala sold a soul. <laughs> literally got beat by the hook on a week 18 game that I thought they had in the bag. I'm surprised that Robert Sala isn't you know having a hard time keeping his job right now. I really. For the New York media, they're jumping on Joe Judge, and I feel like Robert Sala had a healthier roster. I pretty much think as long as the sky doesn't fall and you start fighting players in the locker room, you're going to get a pass in your first year. <laughs> I think <laughs> I can't think of any. I mean, Steve, Steve William or Steve Wilkes, I think his name was, with the Cardinals, got fired after one year before they brought Kingsbury in, but. And, and Urban Meyer. I mean, yeah, Urban Meyer. Like, there's not a lot of coaches that get fired in their first year for on for for on field performance. That's a fair point. Um, Browns beat the Bengals 21-16. Case Keenum got the start, and Bengals almost fooled around and won with Brandon Allen as their quarterback. <laughs> hey, shout out Browns fans. Um, in terms of most, oh, by the way, Buccaneers crushed the Panthers 41-17. Tom right. Brady had a personal best passing yard season, but didn't break the record. Um, Aaron, underachieving teams this year, obviously the God, where there's an elephant in the room. I've already talked about it a few times. Go ahead and say the name again. Underachieving I mean, team. I'm, I'm guessing the Colts underachieved in your mind. Yeah, they really underachieved. Um, you got the Browns who underachieved. Baltimore. Well, Baltimore, to me, that's another one where it's like, Injuries. Were, I mean, that's a, yeah, that's, that's a that was a bad season for. I feel sorry for them because your Super Bowl pick might have looked pretty good. 
I mean, if you're basing it on like win totals, I mean, Jacksonville underachieved. They had like a six win total. Jesus. I don't know I mean, why. It's, it's crazy to think, and I know this is going to sound crazy, that like even Kansas City at 12 and 5, like that felt like an underachievement based on that offense was supposed to be so dynamic. Like you just felt like they were going to be 15 and 2 this year. Well, by the way, they finished. They might have been 15 and 2. They have they started well. Well, that's my point. They, they came out of the gate just super flat. A lot of teams do. Like we talked about the Dolphins came out of the gate just super flat. Right, but the Dolphins and the Chiefs are on different wavelengths. Right. You know? And even the Colts, like, I, I want to say this about my Colts, one final thought on them. Aaron, I, I'm pissed off that – because I said before the season started, our first eight games, if we were like five and three or six and two, we were going to look great. I knew the back half of our schedule was going to eat us in the butt at one point. I just knew it. I was doing the playoffpredictors.com thing where you predict the entire schedule, and someone told me if we if we struggled in the back half, we were going to miss the playoffs somehow, some way. But shout out care. to the Raiders for doing their – Raiders, God forbid, what, what a season for them. Hey, do you remember all the way back when Carolina was five, uh, 3-0? and <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Finished 5-12. and Old Sam Darnold. Exactly. So it's just a crazy thing. Well, we, right. When we come back to it, though, the bowl betting bonanza wraps up with the national championship. Also, this week in the NBA and NHL with Mike, with Aaron. You're not going anywhere, neither are we. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise. For $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs, high quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high-performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries, get a TV, 
even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, use www.twilightsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Sign in and get shopping. It costs you nothing and helps us. That's www.twilightsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Thanks. Just checking my watch here for this 90-minute Monday. Um, you can actually get a shirt, a pretty cool 90-minute Monday shirt on AM Drive to online because we are the best morning show. We have the lowest-priced merch because we love you guys. And plus, there's no reason to not give you awesome merch. Like, it's just, it's so easy to, lose, like, sell our shirts for 40 bucks. That's stupid. I've never understood that. Who's going to buy that stuff? You guys will, because we're cheap. They're not. I'm going to drive that online, though. And it's it's fun. It's a good, good place to drink our faces. Drink our faces. And these hoodies are really comfortable. Trust me. Yes, they are. I just had to, you know, get some vindication this morning. That's why I wore this. I was actually going to wear the hoodie. I don't know anyone who's vindicating Mitch Trubisky at this point. So I guess you have to lead. If you have to lead the parade, go for it. I'm driving down everyone's street this morning with my own little boat. Um, $26 hoodies, $21 tumblers, $16 shirts, $13 mugs. Um, Aaron, the bull betting bonanza has been really fun so far. And I want to just remind people, a bonanza, this is the last time I'll be able to say this for now, the situation or event that creates a sudden increase in wealth Good fortune or profits. It's like reading a fortune cookie here on the bowl betting bonanza. Um, 26, 9, and 2 against the spread for Aaron. I'm 24, 11, and 2. Aaron already won in an LSU game. Just vindicated that. But Aaron, it's the final game. And this is to see if I can get the 25 wins, hopefully. Aaron, I know who I like. Because you're the champion already. So go ahead and tell me your final team. It's two and a half for Georgia. So, so yeah, I mean, I'm looking at this game. It's really hard. It's I say this every time, and I still every once in a while do it. How do you go against Saban? Oh, Lord. Ever. Like, how do you go against Saban in these games? It's just, it's not a smart move. Now, look, but on the flip side, Georgia has a solid, has a solid team. They have a solid record. They have a solid defense. They've done everything right except for one game. Yep. And who was that game against? It was against Alabama. Yep. Or as Forrest Gump would like to say, Alabama. Yes. Alabama looked to keep Cincinnati at arm's length. Georgia did the same thing. It's a toss-up. I don't for the life of me understand the Georgia minus two and a half. But I think I'm going to take it anyways. I'm going to go against Saban again. <laughs> Georgia wins by a field goal. Exactly a field goal. We get a we get a classic, awesome, 
crazy ending to this college football season, this unprecedented college football season with the NIL rules. And somehow, through everything that was crazy in 2021, they'll spill over here with Kirby Smart being the first assistant to really do anything against Nick Saban. Your dogs are going to be national champions, Mike. So at least you can land on a soft pillow from falling off of that Colts bridge. (laughs) Okay. I I need my 25 wins here. I'm I'm going heart over head and head over heart here. Because my heart obviously says Georgia. It's a clear case of Try your best to not be biased when you're making a pick. So I'm not going to be biased here. My 25th against the spread win, as the bull betting bonanza concludes tonight, I believe when I wake up for Tuesday's show tomorrow, I'm going to be smiling. I think also I thought Georgia was going to win by a field goal. I think Georgia wins it like 38-35. Wow, big numbers. Um Bryce Young could could do could do something, but Stetson Bennett, I know he didn't have a good SEC championship, but he's doing something right against this Alabama team. He did it last year when they when he wasn't even that good to me. He took leaps and bounds better. He stole the job from JT Daniels, who nobody's even talking about anymore. This hometown Stetson Bennett guy who's got a stupid name and may not even make the NFL draft when he's all sudden done. But Georgia's the better team. It, it, there is a year, and I'm not just comparing this to other Alabama years. Alabama was not good this year. They won 11, 12 games and only lost one. We get it. But the Auburn game? Guy runs out of bounds. We're not even talking about this, maybe. And, you know, there's debate for that. Um, LSU game, down to the wire. Tyson A&M, Zach Calzada is a big-name transfer because he beat Nick Saban. Um, Jim Fisher now has a bunch of guys coming to his school because he beat Nick Saban. Florida rallied back with Emory Jones. The only reason Georgia loses this game is if Kirby Smart is stupid, and I don't believe he is. He will not be the next Mark Rick. This is the game that doesn't. And he, and if, he's not, if he does this crap again, please fire him. You cannot do this twice against this Alabama team. You must win this game to keep your job, and I hate saying that. But the same thing with Mark Rick. You're too good to not be great. It's really hard to fire a guy who's losing in national title games. I know Jim Harb. I know the Michigan Wolverines would love to have Kirby Smart right now. Over, maybe you know. That's tough. Be an expensive way to get rid of Jim Harbaugh, though, unless he just leaves on his own. You're, they're maybe, maybe hoping that. I don't. I don't know. I just. I. I can't. It's impossible. Georgia's the better team. Georgia's the better team. Georgia's the better team. I don't disagree with that. Happen. However, there's a I'm man named Nick Saban on the other side. Like, trust me, I, I think it's going to come down. I don't think it's going to be as high scoring as that. I actually kind of looked uh, theoretically at the uh, under here in this spot. I really believe that these teams are going to struggle to get the 27 
points. So uh, you get twenty. I'm thinking something along the lines of like twenty three to twenty. And that would be the way George. To me, Georgia would probably rather do that because if Alabama was scoring thirty five, you're basically playing a shootout with Bryce Young. It means Bryce Young's having a great game. In order for Georgia to win this game, they probably do have to make it be like twenty to seventeen or twenty three twenty. Yeah, I think that's. That's the game. Well, couple that with the fact that it's national championship. There are going to be some nerves. There's going to be a. I know they've played each other already once. There might be a little bit of a feeling out process, but you know the SEC championship's a little different than an than a national title game. And this is Bryce Young's first, so we'll see what happens. I mean, if he fires right through this one, then it might be a little different. I mean, like I thought the same thing with Clemson against Joe Burrow and the LSU that LSU team a couple years ago, and and then the kid had just stone cold. Ice water in his veins, no problem. Is Bryce Young Joe that guy? Joe Burrow. Yeah, is, is is Bryce Young the same guy? I don't know. We'll see. I don't I'm not, think so. I'm not saying he's not, but we'll, well, the book will find out. We'll find out here. So, I completely agree. Well, Aaron, if so, do you believe tomorrow we're breaking up Georgia Bulldogs national champions? Right. Mm, I bet I'm betting that we're gonna wake up tomorrow with that. I don't know if I'm 100. percent have fully, I'm fully confident in belief that. Will you bet this game? I already did. Really? Yeah, I bet this game. I bet dogs two and a half last week, thinking that it was. It was actually. I wasn't sure which way it was going to move, so I was like, if it does move up, I'd like to get the better number. So it hasn't moved. I did two and a half as well. Actually, last week. It's funny that we did this. <laughs> well, now I feel more confident because you're the one who won the bull betting bonanza. So maybe. And I'll finish with 25 wins after all. There you go. That's the spirit. I need some spirit. Um, This week in the NBA with Mike. Aaron, with each of these games, I'm going to ask you, are you going to watch? Okay. <laughs> okay. Tonight, while you're tuning in to Georgia and Alabama, if this game's over at halftime, just tune in 10 Eastern to some bootleg stream of Nets and Blazers. Why, Mike? Why are we doing Nets and Blazers? Well, one, Kyrie Irving will be playing with the Nets because it's a road game. Congratulations, Kyrie, for getting half your salary. Um, and the Trail Blazers, this game is actually is a makeup from December 23rd. So, you know, if this game's over by halftime, Jordan's killing them, you know, 26 to nothing. Look up Kyrie playing the Blazers. Um tomorrow on Tuesday. I got three games I like. Um, December 14th makeup game, Pistons and Bulls. Interesting. But there are two games I actually do like. Um, Suns and a red-hot Raptors team. Raptors were not looking good this year. Also, they're 20 and 17. The Suns are 30 and 9. Um, but on NBA TV at 8 Eastern, though, tomorrow, it's Warriors and Grizzlies. It's John Rand and Steph Curry. A jaw-dropper as Klay Thompson will have his second game back. Should be an awesome game. On Wednesday, um, not a lot going. Well, there's a big slate. I kind of like the Cavaliers and the Jazz. I know Cavs just lost by 14 last time, and plus eight did not work out at all. But it's just the Jazz and Cavaliers, both good teams that no one's talking about. 28 and 12 Jazz, 22 and 18 Cavs. Um, Thursday, Giannis in the Bucks, Steph Curry and the Warriors in a possible. NBA Finals matchup. And then, of course, on Friday, we've got a, a rivalry that's always sure to impress the Celtics and 76ers. But Aaron, on ESPN, 730 Eastern Friday, 
Warriors and Bulls. I want to see how the Bulls play against one of the NBA's best. I thought you were going to ask me if I would watch after all those games. Which one of those do you like the most? I kind of like the last one that you said, that Wizards, uh, no, the Warriors-Bulls game. I did too. I'm leaning that, and also I want to see John Moran and Steph Curry tomorrow as well. I think that Bulls game is going to be huge for Chicago's confidence. Well, especially for maybe your power rankings. Oh, what? 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 I know that's at the end of the week, but maybe for next week when I'm when I'm not here. So that's right. And by the way, folks, Aaron will not be here for a good majority. Um, what's when is the when is this Super Bowl? By the way, I think it's like February thirteenth or something like that. Thank God. So we will be here for that. I'm 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 happy. Um, but Aaron will not be here until February, starting Monday of next week. But hey, we got this show ain't over, and neither is the week. That's true. Um, I'm still I'm still here this week. Let's live in the here and now. That's right, Aaron. This week in the NHL with Aaron AM Drive, give them to me. All right, so I don't have as much as you do because I thought it was kind of a light week in my opinion in terms of big matchups. But there was a couple on the docket I wanted to watch, and or, you know, I I would be interested in watching. And I tried. Not to be too homer, but unfortunately, you know, when teams are at the top, <laughs> there are some that you just must be nice. Feel like you have to need you need them to watch. Yeah, sorry, Kraken, you didn't make the list this week. Well, Colts too. Uh, well, yeah, fair enough. The NFL is a little different. Uh, so for tonight, we have Boston and Washington. I think this is a good matchup. It's not necessarily a rivalry game, obviously, because but you got two teams, one in a little bit of a desperation mode right now with Boston. Washington just keep on rolling. That's what they do. It's top near the top. Uh, Tuesday, we have Toronto at VGK. That's going to be a good game, in my opinion. See you guys there. Check for me. I'll be the guy in the sweet hoodie. Uh, Pittsburgh and Anaheim. Uh, Pittsburgh and Anaheim. Another game. I know you might be thinking, Anaheim. Well, but if you aren't watching Anaheim, they are low-key, a pretty quality pretty quality team right now. Uh, have a chance, especially with Edmonton slipping right now, to really kind of get up in this uh, Pacific division, that's, which other than Vegas could be anybody's to have, except for Seattle's. <laughs> and, then Saturday, and then Saturday, we return with Toronto facing off against the St. Louis Blues, another matchup. It's not something you see often. Both teams playing really well. I know that, uh, you know, we, they play each other twice a year, but it's, it's a good matchup this weekend, this Saturday. Also, you have a rematch of the bubble final with Dallas and Tampa Bay uh, on Saturday as well. So, you know, you have a busy slate. A lot, of, a lot less games are getting postponed, which is a good thing. Uh, but those are the games that stand out to me this week in the NHL. So I'm looking at the I, – I do dig the Dallas and Tampa Bay matchup. Um, that's huge to me. Yeah, and then you can watch on Sunday uh, if you're getting bored of uh, playoff football, which I know I laugh as, right as I say that. There is a matchup uh, – there is a matchup Vancouver and Washington on, on Sunday. So full slate on Saturday if you're uh, bored of Saturday football, one game on Sunday. That's right. Aaron, why don't you do the honors of driving us home so I don't drive us into a tree on purpose? Oh, I, I hate to hear that. That sounds scary. So, yeah, I'll take the reins here. So, uh, to- <gasps> tomorrow on the AM drive, we are going to do our top fives. We have the NFL. We have a week. NHL. And we have NBA. Also, we are going to talk playoff matchups in the NFL. we got three days worth of playoffs. Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. That's oh, a new one on Monday. I'm not sure I love it either, but we'll we'll get to that tomorrow. And obviously, we always want to thank you guys for your support, hanging out with us here on this 90-minute Monday. 
Visit us on our socials if you haven't already. Follow us on there, AM Drive TV, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Mike's done some great work with the YouTube as well. Um, you can click all of those, either uh, go to them separately on the social medias, or you can go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com, and all the links are there, as well as our sponsors' links, because we want you to support them so they can continue to support us. And we'll see you guys tomorrow, as we do each and every Monday through Friday, at 10 a.m. Eastern here on the 12-ounce platform of social media networks. So for Michael Carvelis, I'm Aaron Crouch. Happy Monday for everyone except Mike. Talk him off the ledge on his on his social media there at Michael Carvelis. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. Drive safe.